1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to forty five percent. Up to forty five percent off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: It's time for our tua.
2: It's our tua. It's our tua. It's our Tua, 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 tongue of Iloa, not Tua tag of Leoa, A for effort, Dolphins
0: Quarterback, Tua. It's our Tua, it's our Tua, 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 Tua,
2: Tua, 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 Tua sims can go to hell to a tongue of
0: Iowa, dolphin's quarterback daddy loves you guys our tour with tobin and leroy check the
2: history of food. <laughs> our two of the program everybody no idea if i did that right I didn't have Tobin to do it for me, didn't have Leroy, didn't have Marcos to do it for me, so I took a shot at it. But it is our tour of the Tobin and Leroy show. Dono in for Tobin and Leroy today. We got Vlad here. No Jay Fig. She played sick yesterday. I think I made her sicker by forcing her to be on the air with us. Marcos has uh, an important doctor's appointment today, so it's not he's he's expecting a child. So it's one of those, you know, you get the milestone doctor appointments for that. So we wish him well on all of that stuff. So we are here for you. And to Otongo Vailoa, his expected absence from the New England game this weekend. It's definitely affected the betting line. Um, now we can't say with one hundred percent certainty that Tua is not going to play this Sunday, but you know I, I can tell you probably with like ninety nine percent opinion that he's not going to play, being back in the concussion protocol. So I, I'm pretty sure on Monday morning, like before we knew Tua was in the protocol, um, the Dolphins were actually slight favorites on the road in New England, but figuring it's probably going to be the teddy bridgewater experience this sunday uh the patriots are two and a half point favorites at home minus 113 on the money line so if you if you like teddy bridgewater and the fins to pull it off this week you get the dolphins at plus two and a half or minus 107 on the money line so it's you know the money line's basically a pick them um And uh, over under 42 points for this one. I I could definitely see that going under. Wouldn't you hope that this is the type of game where Miami's defense and running game can really step up and help carry the team? Uh, Because for as much as we can complain, and I have, about how Tua has played the last four weeks, it's been very uneven. He actually, the best game that he had in the last month was the loss in Buffalo, Uh, Outside of that, Tua has only completed 52.3% of his passes during this four-game losing streak, so he's obviously not been very good. But the defense has been poor at times, and they haven't made the timely stops necessary. So I'd love to see the defense step up, and I'd love to see the Dolphins get more consistent performances from Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's been in the league forever. Take care of the football, make some throws. You have people like Tyreek Hill, Blazing Speed, Jalen Waddle, Blazing Speed to throw the football to. Let's see if the Dolphins can actually get something done against a not very good New England team. You know what is very good? What, what's this about? Hold on, hold on. What is this about? Texture in the 954 says, low on content today? I, I see your smart ass is high on, uh, on comments. What do you mean low on content? There's plenty going on today. Oh, because we were talking about Ed Reed getting a head coaching job?
3: Well, that's a big story down here locally. It's a big story. And listen, we, the, even if we were low on content, it's only one major content to talk about. That's to that? concussion a concussion protocol. Yeah. Because there's, there's a whole sort of questions you need that needs to be asked right now. And... That will need to be answered, and you got to think about the future of this franchise. I mean, you still got twenty twenty two to think about. You're one win away from getting in the postseason. If you know things fall in your favor, if the Jets lose to Seattle, that's right, and you beat and the, the pa- and you beat win. the Patriots, you're in. And even yeah. just beat New England to know that you at least, in, you know, you you guarantee yourself that week eighteen at home. Versus your your rival if you win you're in and with everything that that went on this season if you're still able to make the playoffs in that tough afc conference hat to see you even though you were eight and three and you probably finished the season one and five in the last six but you or you know two and I'm sorry two and four because you would win ten games finish ten and seven that's still a great season because it's maybe exactly where people expected you to be before the season started, so finishing ten and seven and making the playoffs still would be to me at least considered a uh, successful season. And now that Herbert made the playoffs, you kind of you need to to make yeah. The playoffs. Yeah,
2: he's it, not that he played great the other day, but uh, but her, her, obviously we saw Herbert head to head basically clown to a few weeks ago when they played head to head. And listen, a lot of the argument Dolphin fans would always say, Justin Herbert, what has this guy done? It's never even been to the playoffs. Meanwhile, Tua's ne- never been to the playoffs either. Justin Herbert, never been to the playoffs. This guy always chokes. Herbert's in the playoffs now. Let's see if the Dolphins can get there. By the way, there's some folks on this text line. Oh, it's it's are, wacky right now. They're trying to get themselves banned. So we had somebody in the 954 say, screw Ed Reed. Those are fighting words. Well, it's the same you,
3: same guy that, say, that said low on content.
2: Yeah, but he also said happy holidays, so I guess all is forgiven because he mm. said something nice after that. But then we had another texture in the 954, different 954 say uh talking about Ed Reed, how much they paid that fool to do literally nada. If you call Ed Reed a fool one more time, your ass is getting blocked. That's it. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to tolerate that sort of Ed Reed slander on the show. I will tolerate some headlines from Vlad. What we got.
3: Well, these headlines, you know. They're brought to you by a new Palmetto Ford Truck Sports Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. There you go. Good job, Tobin Leroy. (laughs) Donald Donald as Leroy. Uh, He played tonight at the Heat House. We still don't have a name for the arena yet, Right. Just still no, called the Heat we House. No,
2: but it's weird because the old name is like still like printed on the floor, which yeah. is always kinda awkward. Uh I, I wish they could do something about that. Um, but yeah, we it's still the Heat's house. Yeah.
3: Still that arena on Biscayne Boulevard. Yep, uh yep, well yep. the Heat take on LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, or maybe LeBron James, but definitely they're taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh you know, we have coverage begins with Alejandro Solana right here on five sixty WQAM about, at six fifteen.
2: Six. So, what about Jimmy and Bam? Because they didn't. They're play questionable. The
3: other night. They are questionable. Um, still waiting word. They, I think, they might be doing shoot around right now. So we are waiting mm-hmm. word. They are questionable. And the Lakers did play last night in Orlando, where they won one twenty nine one ten. LeBron James did play thirty one minutes, scored twenty eight points. So he does have a habit of not coming to Miami and play, especially if there was a game prior. He doesn't do the second of back to back, but with the Lakers being 14 and 20 right now i can't i don't think they can afford to lose any game and this is a good game against a 500 heat team so we may be able you may get lebron james he i think he owes it to the fans in his 20th season especially down thing. here in in miami yeah. where he spent a good four seasons here and went to four straight finals and won two i think he owes it to the fans to play so tip off is at 7:30 listen to 560 WQAM where you have the coverage, you know, listen to Jason Jackson and uh, heat radio experience. Uh, We also
2: bring up up a a fair point on owing it to the fans Mm -hmm. because, you know, these days people they're, they're going to buy tickets to games, not only based on your own team, but on the players coming in. And LeBron James is the biggest seller in the entire league. Right. So, I feel like LeBron just—he loves just sticking it to Mickey and Pat. Like, not only did he like a coward, he left the Miami <sighs> Heat after the 2013 season, Taking which shots. obviously it it hurts the Heat business-wise a little bit because you know you're losing a guy who you know, uh, outside of the fact that he choked in a lot of big moments, one of the best players in the history of the NBA. He left you in unceremonious fashion, and then he goes out of his way whether he's been a Cavalier or a Laker, he goes out of his way not to play in Miami, which also hurts your business because people are buying tickets. You buy a ticket to see the Lakers. I want to see LeBron James, right? When LeBron James played for the Cavaliers, there was no other reason to want to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers play except when LeBron was suiting up and he wouldn't show up to these games. He does owe it to the fans.
3: Okay. I mean, play when you can play. I'm, you know, I don't care, man. You, you gotta go go support your Heat. If you're a Heat fan, you go watch the Heat play. You have Jimmy Butler, you have Bam, you have Tyler. You know. LeBron's played for twenty years. I can understand if he's like, I've played for twenty years. If you haven't seen me play in twenty years, you know, I'm sorry. Those are the breaks. Now you
2: know. do you think as people talk about the South Beach flu, do you think LeBron may have had like a well, long Well, I mean night that's the thing. Did, did he have a long night of drinking at Epcot? Uh
3: last well, night, no, maybe? come on man. That was that's an hour that's a forty five minute flight, man. Forty five minute yeah, hour yeah. flight from Orlando to Miami. He is turning 38 on Friday. It is his birthday week. And he's spending it in two great cities in Miami and Atlanta. So, yeah, there might be a South Beach flu. might be a South Beach flu uh, after tonight's game. That's when it happens. But uh, Heat, Lakers tonight, 730. Uh, Tua is still in concussion protocol after sustaining a head injury this past Sunday versus the Packers. A lot of people are chiming in, um, such as – Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who does his uh, weekly Tuesday hit on the Pat McAfee show. And he said that um, it's something uh, time. It's probably time to maybe consider shutting down when you've had some episodes. I don't know if that's going to be in the thought process, but as competitors, that's the last thing you want. But at some point, you do have to start thinking about your cognitive function later in life and the after effects you may be dealing with. So. Every everybody's a neurosurgeon right now, and everybody uh, has a you know has an opinion.
2: Yeah, and I think all the great players, current and former, who have weighed in on it, I think they all mean it out of love. You know, Robert Griffin III said something similar. Uh, Charles Woodson said something like that. And nobody's saying like, oh no, he shouldn't play again this year or shouldn't play again ever. All these players who are weighing in are basically saying like, hey, be careful and remember, there's more to life than football. Um, I know that there's probably some fans and people on social media who are trying to retire Tua after this. But you know, it's oh, no. come yeah. down that's gonna come down to doctors and Tua's decision. You know, whatever he decides to do, I'm cool with it.
3: All right. And other Dolphins are also dolphin news. They made some roster moves yesterday. Uh they activated the offensive lineman Liam Eichenberg off injury reserve oh, and God, placed he run. sucks. <laughs> Okay, and place for <laughs> and place running back Miles Gaskin on injured reserve, so one guy gets off and the other otherwise getting the other yeah. guys getting on. So, yeah. um, listen, Dolphins offensive line, Ugh. it's. Uh, it's iffy. It's shaky at best right now. Isn't
2: it so? Dolphins that they found the one Notre Dame O lineman in the league who's not good. Like, because usually, usually when you draft an offensive lineman out of Notre Dame, that's like a ninety-five yeah. percent hit rate. Right. Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Me, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. You know,
3: you, if you draft from there, it's usually a ninety-five to ninety-nine, ninety-five to ninety-nine percent uh, hit rate of you. You nailed it. You nailed yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Miss Eikenberg hasn't done really much. Uh, the, in hockey, the Panthers return to the ice tomorrow from their uh, winter break, the little Christmas holiday, as they take on the Montreal Canadiens in uh, Florida Live Arena. Puck drops at 7 p.m. And uh, last night, Luka Doncic hurt my Knicks. Oh, He ain't hurt my Knicks. He destroyed my Knicks. 61. He dropped 60 points, a career-high 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, yes. A 60-20-10 triple-double. Amazing. It's also the first 60-20-10 and triple-double in NBA history as the Mavericks overcame a nine-point deficit with 35 seconds left to tie the game and win in overtime, 126-121. So there goes the Knicks, the Knicks momentum after an eight-game winning streak. They've lost their last four.
2: I mean, people need to realize what Luka did last night, having – a 50-plus point triple-double, no one's ever done it with 60. And no one has done it with 50 since 1968. Now, I, I feel like the average score per game was probably a lot lower in the 1960s. Uh, so you, you could probably argue that this – this step, well, what do you think is the more impressive stat line? It's you got to give it to Wilt Chamberlain here from 68, right? So in 1968, Wilt Chamberlain had 53 points – 32 rebounds and 14 assists. Is that more impressive than 60 21 and 10?
3: Yeah, 6 nah, 60 21 and 10. I, well, I, and plus, it, in hurt, 60, it hurt.
2: in 68. I don't know like was he playing against like a like a was he but playing But he's probably against, playing you know, like, you know, he
3: probably playing against like Abel Horowitz or you yeah. know, some guy 6-8 or something like that. I don't that. know about
2: the competition, yeah. You know? uh,
3: I don't yeah. think the I mean, listen. They were going to get some good te- they were going. To, he was going. Luca, Luca beat a team. He beat my team. Yeah, beat a, beat quality, team. a quality team. I don't know who the yeah. Wilt was going against. By the way, there's not many Wilt Chamberlains in the world. No, at that time or just ever. So what he was doing, as great as he was, as as those, he, was well, yeah. he was doing it against guys who were five inches shorter than him. Unless and he was, was
2: getting, he was getting triple doubles in the bedroom as well. Well, I mean,
3: he was sitting. He was getting quadruple doubles in the, <laughs> in the, in the bedroom.
2: I mean, if you look at his alleged stats in that department, there must have been sometimes just like I don't know, it must have been five or six uh, women, you know, simultaneously. Like, is there, there's no way you could put up numbers like that if there wasn't some serious uh, partying oh, going was on. At least, yeah, there was
3: triple headers, there's quadruple headers. It was a lot of. There was no rain delays or anything like that. <laughs> no rain. No delays. postponements. None. <laughs> Those are your headlines.
2: There's, oh, I love it, Tremendous headlines. I think we got weather as well. Uh, let me give you that. Brought to you by the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm, your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. And I'm looking outside. Oh, it's a beautiful day. 71 degrees, mostly sunny skies. We're going to get uh, partly cloudy at around 3 p.m. today. But enjoy. Enjoy just a beautiful, beautiful South Florida day here. Uh, And we will be back on AM 560 Sports WQAM.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: It's our number two-o with Tobin and Leroy.
2: Is our Tua on AM 560 Sports WQAM? Speaking of Tua, a texture in the 305 writes in. We're gonna end up overpaying for a quarterback, just like we did with Tannehill, and the results will be the same. I'm, I'm sure he's talking about Tua's, you know, potential contract extension with the Dolphins. Um, listen, it's it. I'm gonna be real here. It's definitely something that I worry about, and it it has more to do with Tua's injury struggles than it does with what he actually does on the field, because he seems characteristics-wise to be a an excellent quarterback to run this offense. And, you know, the talent around Tua, if Tua could be healthy for a full year, then um, you know, obviously you're all everybody overpays for quarterbacks. So you can talk about overpaying, underpaying, whatever it is. Like every, every decent quarterback out there gets overpaid. That's just the nature of the NFL. But From Tua specifically, I would just worry about his ability to stay on the field, especially now if you throw in what could be a concussion problem into the mix for him. Uh, I, I can completely understand your point of view on that. Because the other thing is, the Dolphins are definitely operating like a team that is going all in on this quarterback i mean they just used a first round pick and other assets and a big salary allocation to bradley chubb who guess what is not living up to it so far Uh, i'm still gonna say wait and see right maybe chubb is gonna end up you know showing up and being a great miami dolphins pass rusher but thus far you know the defense was probably better before chubb even got here um, you know, losing Emmanuel Agba obviously didn't help that cause either defensively. Uh, but you know, you, you've, you've used up assets on, on other big time players and you also lost a first round draft pick due to tampering. So you don't have a first round draft pick this coming off season, uh, because you lost one of them and then San Francisco's pick you used to acquire Chubb. Uh, and I think the dolphins do have a first round pick, uh, in 2024, Um, But, you know, the Dolphins, because we used to say, Vlad, that the Dolphins had so many assets available, you know, during the Flores era when, you know, Flores obviously wasn't sold on Tua, that they've got so many assets. They have assets where they could potentially move up in the draft or they could put a trade package together for an established quarterback, which they obviously tried to do with Deshaun Watson, maybe dodged a bullet with that one. Uh, but they don't have those assets anymore. So they're they're operating like a team, for better or for worse, that's all in on Tua. We'll have to see if the concussion in, issue might change that.
3: They're going to have to it. They're, they're not jacked into, what, the third round next year?
2: Yep, third round. Jeez. Yeah.
3: You went all in. You went yeah, all, went in, all in, in this year. And a lot of the chips that you went all in are, are not – they're not performing. You went all in. You tried to get Bradley Chubb, and like you said, Bradley Chubb has not performed at all since that trade, and he got yeah. paid. Nope, nope. He got his money. Mike Gusecki, that's just something. I that This whole season's been a wash for him. And oh,
2: yeah. They they should have traded. Honestly, I think it was a mistake not trading Mike Gusecki because you might lose him for nothing. You could have traded him in November and gotten something in return.
3: And they didn't, and there was video – uh Tobin played it last week a video of him of Dawson Knox and and Gesicki having a conversation um after the game against Buffalo and Mike McDaniel said it was his fault not getting him involved in the offense and then wow. so guess what happened you were thinking all oh, this going to be a lot of targets and Mike Gesicki's going to have a lot of catches one reception 20 it's been yards wasted
2: wasted year for him honestly
3: so an absolute wasted year I, listen Mike McDaniel, four game losing streak. I was telling you this during the break. You can't finish eight and nine. You're <laughs> worse than Flo. You can't finish worse than flow has the last two seasons. You got, right oh, now, man. You, I mean, with better talent, yeah. with better talent, you cannot finish eight and nine.
2: Yeah, that's a bad look.
3: That's a nasty after start, look. After
2: you started eight and three. Yeah. And and, he, and even even if you finish 9 and 8, like okay, the the Dolphins could make the playoffs at 9 and 8. Like it, it could happen this weekend. If the Dolphins beat the Patriots and the Jets lose to the Seahawks, the Dolphins could clinch and then still get into the playoffs at 9 and 8. Last year they were 9 and 8 and missed the playoffs. So I guess just getting into the playoffs Getting in the playoffs is good. Season. Listen, getting yeah. in the
3: playoffs is good and still getting in the playoffs. go starting 8 and 3 afforded you to to go through this four game losing streak. Yes okay so december was horrible now you're in january you win one and the teams lose you're in you win the next two you're absolutely in so win the next two if you lose the next two or even like you say you split you go nine and eight nine and eight getting the playoffs is good you're good nine and eight not getting the playoffs is nasty that's just that's just a third year in a row yeah eight and nine eight and nine is disgusting
2: I want to ask a sincere question that I want you guys to answer at 305-567-0560. Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line. Just give me a yes or a no. Do you miss Brian Flores? And I know – and if I'm answering my own question, Vlad, I would say no because just even though the honeymoon is ending with Mike McDaniel, I still really like McDaniel. I want him to succeed – Because, you know, it just seemed like flow was just kind of a negative presence in the organization. And I I don't think it's a good thing when, you know, no matter what anyone thinks about Tua, I don't think it's a good thing when your head coach is like actively working against your starting quarterback. I don't think that's the right way to run an organization. I will say I'd love to have uh, Flores, not that this is realistic, but I'd love to have Flores as a defensive coordinator. Like, I I know you're not going to fire the guy and say, hey, you're no longer the head coach here, but we'd love you to stay on as the defensive coordinator. But, you know... In some parallel universe, I think Flo would be a great defensive coordinator here. I don't necessarily miss him as a head coach, but wow, if Mike McDaniel with more weapons, right, you add Tyreek Hill, you put Tua into an offense that he is much better in, uh, and, you know, you've got better running backs, you know, you've got basically the same defense, and you add Bradley Chubb to that defense, and the team really hasn't gotten win-loss-wise any better than it was last year a tough situation to be in. And listen, I know it, it hurts that Tua is having to miss so many games, but durability is part of what makes you a great or not so great NFL quarterback. And if Tua doesn't have the durability, that doesn't help his case for the long term. So it's rough. Uh, texter writes in, I can see Jimmy Garoppolo here next year. Uh, he knows the system very well. He's a free agent and will be reunited with the running backs and, and wide receiver. Uh, I, I could only see that if um, you know, if if it gets so bad with Tua's health that, you know, if uh, if he doesn't, or I don't know, could you, could you see? Because I, I, I think Brid- Bridgewater's locked in, what, for another year as backup quarterback, isn't he? It's, I think he's on a multi-year deal. Uh, I, I don't know what kind of trade value he has right now. I think if you were going to bring in Jimmy G, it would probably only be if, uh, if for whatever reason Tua can't play next year. I'm not trying to retire the guy or anything like that. But you know, uh, Teddy one
3: year signed right? a one-year deal. Was oh, just uh, a one-year Miami, deal? Yeah. Okay. one okay. year, ten million with a okay. six-point-five fully gu- with six-point-five fully guaranteed.
2: So maybe Jimmy G next year uh, could could be on the roster. Uh, it would it would make sense. Uh, right. Here are the responses we're getting on flow in the five-six-one. Texter writes in hell no, <laughs> in the three-zero-five, nope. I don't Vlad. Do you? And you're not a Dolphin fan, so I probably can't trust your objective reasoning on. There's this not going to be. Ob-
3: I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not objective, and because huh. flows from my from my borough. Oh, that's right. So he's from Brooklyn. He's from so, Brooklyn. Yeah, I, it's very hard for me to go against Brooklyn, but I cannot. Here's the weird thing. This is so weird. When they were eight and three, and you see the improvement in and, in and the forget his take away the injuries, he's shown that he can be a capable quarterback in this league. He has, yeah. He's shown that, but so you can't all, take away the injuries. So, but like you, you just can't, can't take away the injuries. So when the yep. injuries happen like that, and all. The, the, the knocks that people had prior to him being drafted and while he played in these last two seasons, it's, it's showing. Like, he's not a big kid. He's not mobile. He holds the ball lo- too long, and, you know, there are some passes that, even though he's improved on the deep ball, there are some passes that look that they can be picked off by the other team. Yeah. And against very good defenses or quality defenses these last four weeks, he has not played like he had prior. So, therefore, all the people, all the two haters right now, they were shut up. They were so quiet. And they was so quiet.
2: <laughs> you know what it reminds you of? You're a wrestling fan. It reminds me of the Undertaker gif where you think he's dead. And then, and then he all just, of a sudden like, he pops he back up. up. Yeah. He comes out of nowhere. <laughs> the two of haters.
3: <laughs> you know? And they're, and they're uh-huh. back. And right now, it is... It's if they lose six in a row. It's it's both both quarterback and head coach. But I really start. You got to start looking at the head coach because I know it's his yeah. first season. But you were eight and three, and you were ta- You was you talking a lot of trash. A lot of swag was being shown, and right now you got two important games against your two division rivals, and you you go two and zero. Oh, everything's forgiven. Ten and seven in the wild card. Great. Eight and nine. Yeesh.
2: yikes Yeesh. Um, it's, it's a dolphin fan I just feel like we can't have nice things like we're not allowed to have nice things uh texture in the 786 writes in he says my close friend is a Bama alumni booster he said Tua was always hurt and never healthy at Alabama in practices and during spring uh the red flags were there from the moment he set foot on campus he says well that, I don't think you're revealing any big-time secret there. I mean, Tua had the ankle issues and then ultimately the hip injury at Alabama. I mean, we all knew, and I I wanted the Dolphins to draft Tua. I absolutely did. I'm not going to try and rewrite my own history. I was all over it. I did not want any part of Justin Herbert because everyone was calling him Tannehill 2.0. Uh, I wanted Tua to be a Miami Dolphin, not Justin Herbert, but definitely the red flags were there. I mean, we knew at that time, and guys, I don't, I don't necessarily think that the hip issue has anything to do with what's happening now. I have no reason to think that. I think it did affect him at least the first year in the league recovering from the hip. But you knew that there were injury red flags with Tua, so everyone knew that. And, you know, we were still, by and large, happy about Tua being drafted, um, and we made our bed. We have to sleep in it. Oh, I like this text from the 786. I would rather stab myself in the eye with a soldering iron than have Flores back. (laughs) <laughs> Texture in the 954 says i like mcdaniel though and and i i do as well like i i want mcdaniel to win because i i like the fact that he's you know i like he's entertaining he's quirky he's a new school type of head coach you know you, he's so positive i just i root for the guy i absolutely do uh Texture in the 954 writes in flores knew tua was not the future wish flores was nicer on tua and didn't want to Try to win football games. Um, I
3: don't get that. that. That's what he's supposed right. to do, man. He's supposed to win well, games.
2: I, he, I think he's, he's talking about the the 20, what was it, the 2019, right. the tanker right. year. That,
3: wait, so to get Burrow? Listen. He he's small. That, that's all. But he's small. He, sh-
2: he should have taken that meeting with Brady on
3: the boat, though. Hey, man, you might get Brady back again. Look. Anything can happen right now. <laughs> I
2: don't I don't think that can happen after all the tampering stuff. I don't think Brady is hey. even an option in Miami anymore.
3: Why not? He's divorced. He's single. He's got yeah. a home in Miami. Does he? Yes. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Man,
3: They were they were building a home in Miami. Really? Yes. Oh,
2: yeah, that was part of the story, wasn't it? That's yeah.
3: exactly the story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, it looks bad in Tampa. So forty six year old, come on! What other better place to retire than I in Miami? I would take Brady.
2: I would take Brady over two in a heartbeat. dude. I'll take
3: seventy four year old Tom Brady right now.
2: We can get him in thirty years. We'll get him in thirty years. I'd take it. So Grandpa Brady, he'll have grandkids by nah, that. Point. He's
3: a yeah, Pappy Brady. I'll take Pappy Brady. He doesn't. Has matter.
2: there ever been an NFL starting quarterback who has grandchildren? Like Vinny Testaverde? Did he have grandchildren? He he was pretty old by the end of it. I don't think he had grandkids though.
3: I don't know. I mean. <laughs> You, you that would mean that you know one of their children's pretty fast you know what i mean like they they are getting in and at a young age yeah to you know, to be a grandfather and also uh <laughs> also playing quarterback in the NFL a starting quarterback or a backup yeah. quarterback
2: starting quarterback oh
3: man who's played to this age
2: nobody nobody maybe I, I george glenda I, I think i think vinny vinny played got pretty close
3: yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody. I don't think there's been a grandfather to play quarterback. A, to, there's been a, a grandfather currently playing st- as a quarterback. No, I don't
2: believe that. No, no way, no, no way. Three zero five five six seven zero five sixty is how you get at us. Three zero five five six seven zero five sixty. Alex Dano in for Tobin and Leroy today. We got Vlad here on AM five sixty Sports WQAM.
1: After the end of a good fight.
2: Oh, we get some breaking news, my friends. So in the last few minutes, it is official. Tua tongo has been ruled out for this Sunday. He will not play this Sunday against the New England Patriots. Head coach Mike McDaniel confirmed that Tua, who's been in the concussion protocol, does... Have a concussion. That's been confirmed. Because just because you go in the protocol doesn't necessarily mean you have a concussion. It's a suspected concussion. Tua does have a concussion. It's been confirmed. He is not going to play this Sunday against the New England Patriots. And I'm going to put out a Twitter poll right now, and I'm I'm crafting it as we speak. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at Alex Don spelled D O N N O. Feel free not only to vote but to leave a comment on this as well because we'll talk about this throughout the rest of the show today. Do you have faith in Teddy Bridgewater getting hashtag fins up into the playoffs? You can vote yes or no. And if you don't have access to Twitter at this moment, you can text us as well at 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560. And this is probably, like, Vlad, I know it's breaking news because it just – got confirmed, but this is like the least suspenseful piece of breaking news ever, right? Because I don't know how many people actually expected Tua to play this week being in the protocol for the what feels like the 10th time this year.
3: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you noticed um, this throughout the years, but if you ever want to know if somebody's playing or not, just look at Vegas and look at the line. Yes. If the yeah, line the, the moves. The Dolphins
2: were favored and now they're not. <laughs> if the line
3: moves and it moves yeah. drastically, yep, that yep, means... Yep vegas knows this player or players or whatever is not playing so therefore it was, yeah it was news that we all know for optic reasons and just the fact that the guy may did probably suffer a concussion and they're not going to throw him into a game this quick i think what uh what was what's the pittsburgh uh, quarterback he missed two weeks when he had a concussion uh it's two uh a big name, a bigger name than Pickett, okay, yes, Kenny Pickett, yeah, yeah, than Kenny Pickett, yes. So that's why there was more. There's been more coverage on Tua because, it seems to me, when Tua does have an injury, it's always in a during a big game and it's nationally televised where yeah. everybody gets to see it. it. Doesn't happen when it's just a regular game and you only. The people in that region see it. It's usually a national game with a was lot that of game, national na- coverage. Was that
2: national on Sunday? Yes, it was, was that... the national Fox game. Oh, I didn't. Re- I, I mean, I knew I was watching it, but I was local. There was only one was game. National. There was
3: only one game, um, but for each network and each. So oh. those games were shown throughout the nation on whatever local affiliate, and that was the Fox mm-hmm. game. So every Fox affiliate had that game.
2: I didn't realize that. By the way, Vlad, I got flamed yesterday by the texters for admitting that I really enjoy Mark Sanchez on color commentary. I honestly, I think. I love Mark Sanchez. I love the Sanchez. He's he's a better commentator I think than he ever was a quarterback nah, he I doesn't, mean, you know, I, I've never heard him butt fumble anything on the commentary he's not like, running into he, any
3: booty so you know yeah you know? like
2: I I think he's 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 really witty like he provides good analysis but he also like he he has these little humorous one-liners like I find myself chuckling when I'm listening to Mark Sanchez on Fox I think he does a really good job and some of you guys just can't separate your caveman brain of whoa mark Sanchez former I hate Mark Sanchez. I cannot admit Mark Sanchez good commentator. And you cut. No, he's a good commentator. He does a good job. No
3: objectivity. None. None. None at all. None. He does a good job. And he's, you could tell and he's a when he does uh those hits with uh Colin on um on uh Colin's show. He's very smart he, he, and he tells you things in a in layman's term. He doesn't tell you in like the Xs and Os and like saying all these all these words and the jargon that they use no he tells it to you so in a way that you it explains it to you you get it and you can use it and teach others so that you sound smart when you're talking about football so good job i mark sanchez
2: I like the Sanchez commentary better than Tony Romo because all no, Romo no no no, does Romo's, is, the god. He, no, he no Romo's the guy. No, no, Romo's the Next
3: play, Romo's I feel the like god, I'm man.
2: watching the game on delay. Romo tells me what the happens god. before it happens. No, Romo's he's not the god. god. He's he's the too god. Smart. Romo's no, the he's god. Romo's the god. no, he's too good. He's
3: too good at it. So, he's too good. Wh- and what? So you hating on somebody for being too good?
2: Yeah. I kind of hate it. What kind of even even if you know what play they're going to run, you don't have to tell me every time. Nah, tell me.
3: Let me know. He okay? loves
2: to he loves love his self talk.
3: I no. love it. He's like no. the ask he's like Ask Madden. He's like a live Ask Madden. Yes, Tony Romo's great. And he comes up with great one liners. Like when Mike Mike White came back from uh the locker room uh and in that Buffalo game and he looked like he was his ribs was just ripped apart. Yeah. He's like oh Daniel LaRusse is gonna fight. That's a, <laughs> okay, that's
2: pretty good. That that's was a, a great good line. That's that was a good it. Line. Come on, <laughs> that's a good line. Come on, that's
3: Romo, baby. <laughs> Romo's no, Romo's the best. Uh, oh my god! But Dolphin uh, fans and Teddy and Teddy Bridgewater, do you trust? And Teddy, we trust.
2: Let me give you Teddy's. Uh, you know, obviously Teddy has not been throwing enough tutties this year. He's not. Uh, he's not impressed too many people. Teddy Bridgewater so far this season, like the the, the games where he's taken the most significant snaps, uh, September 29th against the Bengals, where he came in for Tua. That's when Tua suffered the just the awful-looking concussion. Bridgewater threw uh, 193 yards, 60.9% completions, one touchdown, one INT. October 16th against the Vikings, 67% completions, two touchdowns, two INTs. Uh, So far this season, he has a 61.7% completion percentage, 522 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, a quarterback rating of – 85.6 looks very much like the stat line of a backup quarterback, is honestly what he's done so far this year. But again, like, you know, the Dolphins brought Bridgewater in for a reason. Like, he should be uh, an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett, who stunk up the joint for the Dolphins last year. He's experienced, uh, he can run an offense. I honestly, Vlad, I put these next couple games, I put the onus more on McDaniel to not abandon the running game and on Boyer and the defense to actually step up and make some plays. Cause I believe Teddy Bridgewater is capable of being a competent backup quarterback. And even the games that Tua missed earlier this year, even though the dolphins obviously weren't winning those games when Tua was out. Now they're not winning with Tua with or without Tua. They haven't been winning football games lately. Uh, but Tyreek Hill was still putting up numbers. Like Teddy can still get Reek involved. You know, I, I don't think the Dolphins had Jeff Wilson yet on the team the last time that, uh, that Bridgewater was playing any games for Miami. So we need to get that running game going. We need the defense to play competent. I honestly think Teddy Bridgewater, I have, I have confidence that Bridgewater can be good enough to get the Dolphins over the finish line. In fact, if the Dolphins don't make the playoffs – I don't think it's gonna be Teddy's fault. I think we're gonna look at it and say all those missed opportunities from this defense and by Tua during this four game losing streak, I don't think Teddy's gonna be the guy we blame if he doesn't get in.
3: Now you can't blame Teddy. This is now this is on Mike McDaniel, like I said earlier, this is on the coach now. This is the four game losing streak. You gotta you gotta get you gotta get everything back in order. You have Teddy as the quarterback now. You gotta put in the plays and put put in the sets that you feel that he's comfortable in. You still got Waddle. You still got Tyreek. Maybe, maybe the tight end might be used more. Maybe yeah. you know because you know tight end's always a quarterback safety blanket. And you're definitely gonna have to establish the run because you don't want Teddy to throw the ball more than 25 times. Teddy, if right. Teddy Bridgewater is throwing the ball 30 times, you're in deep, deep, deep trouble.
2: And and listen, t- Teddy's actually got a very strong arm. Like he's got to get the timing down. Yeah. Uh, he he's got a strong. He's got as well. I'm yeah. used to watching Tua. He's t- Teddy's. Teddy's got a strong arm. Okay,
3: yeah, t- they call him Teddy Two Gloves. It was Teddy Checkdown Two. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he and he's that's the other thing, bro. I think both quarterbacks. No BS. I know, and I'm not trying to say Skylar should start or anything like that. But both quarterbacks should take some first first team reps. Because Teddy's, Teddy's not that big and strong either. So what yeah. uh, Sauce Gardner did to him.
2: So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You, yeah, I, I definitely had to eat some humble pie on Skyler because, uh, you know, and I know who cares about preseason, but he looked so good in the preseason. I really thought, hey, we might have something here. And, you know, when the lights were actually on, the regular season reps he's taken, Skyler's looked pretty rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, like Skyler's mobility. I like it that his athleticism, he's got himself an arm, but yeah, Ted, Teddy's the right guy. Uh, texture in the nine, five, four writes in Why do you think Teddy can beat two top 10 defenses and the Jets being a top five pass defense kind of home review. Uh, I don't think it's Vlad. I don't think it's about Teddy beating defenses. It's about the dolphins beating the Patriots and the Jets, right? Because we also have to talk about the offenses that those teams bring to the table, not just the defenses. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is good enough that he can manage this offense into winning these games. I'm not expecting Teddy to, uh, to be the guy to literally put the team on his back or anything like that um writes in take away tyreek your roster isn't better than either of those okay well i'm assuming tyreek is going to play these next couple of weeks why would i take him away just for the sake of it I, I, 12 of-
3: I, I, yeah i hate when people say take away this yeah. why would i want to do that if you know why you want to take I, away my reality it's real y'all got to the dolphins have tyreek hill now can they get the ball to tyreek hill for him to do damage that's the question
2: I think they can. He was still putting up numbers even when Tua was out before.
3: Yeah, but you lost. Yes. You lost two games. Damn,
2: you got me there. (laughs) We did still lose. (laughs) Noon hour coming up on AM560 Sports WQAM.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.